You're listening to Matrimony. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Chris. This show is about our marriage. And our money. husband. Hola. Hello and hello listeners. We are back after an unintended one episode hiatus. Mm-hmm. Why Li- did that happen? Life got so busy. Mm. Um, we were out of town one weekend for a family trip to Prescott. Then the next weekend I had a friend come in town to visit. Hey Sarah. Mm-hmm. And I went to Sedona for a mm-hmm. writer's retreat. And so just, yeah, between all of that, um, we just did not have time to podcast. That's so. true. That's true. So we are um, back at it. We're going to try something a little bit different for this episode. Um, we've been needing to have just a financial kind of little budget meeting. Mm-hmm. So we thought we would just record it. We haven't really, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We just have a lot of topics we need to go through and talk about. So this will be real life. So we are inviting everyone into a real life Wharton family financial planning meeting. Yeah, this could be really interesting or tediously boring. Super boring. (laughs) (laughs) We might have to cut lots of this out. So, all right. So let's get started. What is is the first topic that you would like to bring up, Chris? We have so many topics. Um, We need to talk about, well, let's first frame this. Okay. So quick reminder, Mm -hmm. due to refinancing. I'm Kelsey. That's Chris. (laughs) (laughs) Going all the way back to the beginning. (laughs) Um, quick reminder, we have some extra cash because of refinancing and not needing to pay our mortgage for a couple of months. Oh yeah. And Actually, so have... I've already forgotten about that. Yeah. Great. <laughs> it has been a while. So we have some opportunities to make some decisions. Normally we would just say, okay, extra cash, throw it into Vanguard. That's usually right. how we do it. Which is where we're saving and investing money. Yeah. At the same time, we are thinking about being more aggressive in terms of overall saving and thinking about our budget month to month and if we might make some changes there. So we have two kind of things that we need to think about. One is how we use the the extra funds that we have right now because there are some repairs and some other issues. And so we'll talk about those. And then if we have time or the interest, we can actually delve into our a potential modified oh, budget and look okay. at that yep. and have a fight about it on air. We're gonna, you think we're going to have a fight? No. <laughs> <laughs> so um, let's start here. So we have have invested some of the extra money we've, we're getting so far or is available to us so far in Vanguard, but we'll have probably maybe $2,000 okay. of unspent money on mortgage and um, a reimbursement we're getting back from the title company. And that's beyond. So we're making our allotted monthly contribution to our Vanguard investment account, which is 1500 So we're going to have an additional about Mm $2,000 because we're not paying our mortgage for two months because of the refinance. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So I guess closer even to 2,500 really. Okay. Yeah. So uh, a few things have come up that we need to be thinking about. Yeah. First, some fun stuff. Okay. Opportunity to go see the Phoenix Symphony perform. Oh, yes. Works from Harry Potter. Works from Harry Potter. (laughs) John Williams, one of the famed... Hollywood composers. You like looked, you like looked over my shoulder and I thought you were looking at one of our children. Well, I guess there's only one of our children that would get up and out of bed. That would be super <laughs> freaky if the other one got out of his crib and my walked gosh. in here. 
that would Whoa, be a game changer. Don't even say it. That's no. like giving me, it's <laughs> like creeping me out actually. <laughs> What's creeping me out is his ability to get out of the crib. So. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway. anyway. So that would be, that's right up our alley. We're freaks about Harry Potter, right? Especially you. Especially, yes. especially me. And yes. oh, listeners, I'm going to have to tell you about a new oh, podcast boy. I found that is amazing. I cannot believe you're not completely into this. You who wants to write a book anyway. I'm into, I am into Harry Potter and the sacred text. That is my love, like my podcast, Harry Potter podcast love right now. But and you, I can't believe you're not super into that. It's just, it's just so, it's actually maybe, uh, well, anyway, the thing with, with, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> The thing with the sacred text thing, it's very, very cool, but mm-hmm. it is also, I don't know, I get a little antsy around sacred anything, so I'm, I mm. haven't totally bought into it yet, but it is, it is very cool. It's definitely worth a listen, but okay. this one, Dear Mr. Potter, okay. if you want to write fiction, this guy is a literary genius. He's brilliant at breaking down Harry Potter, the the narrative, the story, the characters, and mm-hmm. I, I just think I just you can learn so much from it. You want to write a book? It seems like this would be like a such a cool way to learn about writing fiction. Yeah, within the context of of delving into Harry Potter. Mm, okay, yeah. I mean, I'll listen to it. Fine. I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm so feeling so aggressive right now. <laughs> I will listen to it. I'm sure I'll love it. It's like it's like one of those things. I think when um, it's probably like getting into a new television show, you have to listen, like watch a few episodes before you're like super into it. So yeah, I'm sure yeah. I'll get into it. I think I also just, I listen to so many podcasts right now mm-hmm. and I just have limited time to listen to them. Yeah, so it's yeah. just kind of like, oh man, when will I find the time? But it's been nicer weather. So maybe I'll go on more evening walks and listen, but yeah. it sounds great. Yeah. The other thing I have to say about it is the guy... If you care about people who use words well, Mm -hmm. because almost nobody uses words well, he speaks so specifically and perfectly and with such impact. It's it's gorgeous to listen to him speak. The words he chooses are the correct ones, and he speaks so fast, but there's so much information in what he says. It's so awesome. It's just, it's really, just listening to him speak is actually very cool. (laughs) What were we talking about? Anyway, back to money. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Uh, a date night with some friends of ours Mm -hmm. and a couple friends of theirs. Mm -hmm. Um, They had some extra tickets to go to Harry Potter uh, in about a month or so or a few weeks. A couple weeks. A couple weeks. And that would be awesome. But it means a couple of things. So going to the symphony, that's never a cheap thing, Mm -hmm. right? On top of that, you have to get a babysitter. Mm -hmm. So this could be... doubles the cost. Yeah. Potentially a $200 night. Minimum. Minimum. I think that's without even going out to like dinner or drinks or whatever. Mm. So, yeah. yeah, yeah, it's just, um, that's a tough one. You know, I forgot that we had some extra money from not paying the mortgage and stuff. So, mm-hmm. uh, actually you already said, okay, I really want to go. I think we should do it. Mm-hmm. I was a little bit more skeptical, but I have reached out to babysitters mm-hmm. to see so far. I have not gotten an affirmative, so it might be just dependent on whether or not we can find a babysitter, but yeah. Um, yeah, it is, it is tough when you have these opportunities to socialize, but it can get so expensive so fast, especially when you have to hire a babysitter. I know it's like this would be so cool, but if 2,500 roughly is what we have to work with 200 plus for a night, that's 10% of this extra money that we could be, you know, making use of. So it's hard, but I am so passionate about Harry Potter. (laughs) It's like your, it is like your passion. Oh, and I guess we get to socialize too. <laughs> right. There, there, is, there is that too. There's certainly other opportunities to get together with friends that don't have to be, 
you know, I think if you weren't so passionate about Harry Potter, I maybe would be more inclined to pass just mm-hmm. because I would say, let's get together with friends and do something that doesn't cost so much money. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's one of those things you really love it and you would get so much enjoyment out of it. And so mm. that kind of tips the scales for me. Okay. Okay. Well, let's put a placeholder on that. Okay. So that's a $200 plus decision to be thinking about. Second, you may have heard the Environmental Working Group. Me? (laughs) You, general (laughs) listener, and you, Kelsey, I guess as well, may have heard the Environmental Working Group came out with a report on Chromium 6. This is a real downer, everyone. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Switching gears. Yeah, yeah. So um, the the report noted that in something like 30 or 31, I think, municipalities Mm -hmm. in which they tested water, Chromium 6 was outlandishly high. Mm-hmm. So this is a known carcinogen, although the EPA has not noted or not like officially said what level is a true danger to humans. Mm-hmm. California has a, a, a regulation that the water can like has to contain, I think, 0.02 parts per billion or less. Okay. Phoenix area and Gilbert is like four and a half parts Ooh. per billion. So yeah, quite a bit higher. Many, 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 many fold higher. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In fact, it's one of the higher ones tested in the country. Mm-hmm. Um, the highest was like 12 parts per billion in like Oklahoma City. Sorry, those of you in Oklahoma mm-hmm. City. Um, so the thing is, it's there's not an EPA limit. It sounds concerning. The Environmental Working Group is raising the alarms. And you've heard from water researchers, you can talk about this too. But there's a fix to this. You can, you know, there are like carbon filters or whatever in your fridge that get out lead. Well, and here's stuff a like question that. that I have. Like there are just, you know, wa- like water atrocities happening in places in the country. Like mm-hmm. we've been hearing about tons in Michigan and things like this. In those cases, they were, it was so clear. Like people were getting sick and having mm-hmm. these very apparent reactions there aren't those cases thus far related to chromium six. Is that right? Yeah. What my what I've heard from my sister. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> An official source on the matter, although she very nearly is the way she re- she researches health issues, is that um, maybe it's over the course of decades there would be twelve thousand more cases of cancer due to chromium six intake than there would be if everybody was maintaining some healthier level in their water. So it's systems. definitely it's definitely on a different level than like lead in the drinking water or something yeah, like that. Yeah. But it's something that, and there are just more recent articles coming out about it um, and things like this that is just kind of, yeah, making making us think. Like it's one of those things where even though it's not being linked to anything like right now, it's something that if over the long term our exposure to it, our boys' exposure to it, especially mm-hmm. when they're so young, I mean... It, yeah. You know, I, I you wouldn't want it to be something that you regret taking action on. So yeah, talk yeah. about what we've been thinking about and just like need to research a little bit more. Yeah. So going to the Environmental Working Group's website to see what, you know, what can be done um, or anywhere online looking at, up this stuff. There are a few fixes, but they're generally all reverse osmosis systems. So install this system. It's a filtration system that can take out chromium six and other impurities in the water. It'd be like an addition, it would be, you know, attached to your water line in your home right next Mm -hmm. to your sink. Um, and then you get your drinking water from that. So sounds okay. Look into it. It's about $500 
plus to install the system. It sounds like though thereafter, it's a pretty cheap thing to maintain. Like the, the filters, the plumber was telling me mm -hmm. you're like 12 or $15 to replace every couple of years. No big deal. So a $500 fix for a problem that may be a problem. Maybe it's not so much of a problem. It's kind of unclear that people are concerned. I don't right. know. And I, I haven't read enough on it myself. I know that there is a professor who works at the university where we work, who they've, they're like just coming out with articles about this and whatnot. Um, and they're developing like a new filtration system that'll be available in like a year. And they were expressing concern about it. I need to do some more reading myself. I don't want to be acting out of fear, mm -hmm. you know? Um, I want to be doing this from a place of knowledge, but yeah, I just, I have been reading more about just water issues in our country, and it does seem to be a place where a lot of municipalities are just not taking action or just ignoring it. You know, it's something mm -hmm. that you can't, in in the extreme cases, you can see it, but it's something where it can persist for a long, long time, and it's hard to, like, pinpoint exactly, mm -hmm. like, where the problem was coming from, so... Anyway, yeah. And then here's here's where it gets kind of sticky. So imagine this, like if we had the answers in front of us. Let's say, yes, it's a very definite health problem, mm -hmm. but it's a health problem only in the very long term, decades and decades of exposure, mm -hmm. right? And we know an ASU professor is working on a new carbon filter that will take chromium-6 out of the water. Mm -hmm. It'll be available 12 to 18 months from now, I think the he, he was saying, right? For hopefully commercially available in that way. So what if we know... This is a problem. Mm -hmm. We know it's in high amounts in our drinking water, but it's a long, long-term problem, mm -hmm. and there's a fix within 12 to 18 months. Do we still take action now, or what do we do? <laughs> <laughs> uh, that seems that seems a little tough, but I think if I was looking at definitive evidence, I I would like want to take action. Okay, like if we knew that any prolonged exposure, like exposure that we were giving to our boys now mm -hmm. could cause a problem. I just, I feel like I would be thinking about that and feeling guilty yeah. all the time. So, okay. So outsourcing moment here for, uh, for some advice from listeners. I was thinking a short-term fix since it's like reverse osmosis or nothing. I was, I was wondering if it felt like a water delivery, uh, service mm -hmm. might, fix the problem. Like if there's a really good filtered water that we could have delivered to our house, you know, the big jugs on the right. dispenser kind of thing. I've been going to I just started looking at like Sparklet or some of these companies and all they say is, yeah, we'll deliver really delicious fresh water to mm -hmm. your, like whatever delicious fresh water is, mm -hmm. but say nothing about the quality and purity of the water. Mm. So if there is such a service and somebody is aware of it, let me know because that could be a fix that we could, you know, we could do a part-time service, you know, until this solution is available from this professor at ASU and then switch to that and then be covered. Right. Maybe so. So more thought on that. So we're not buying a $500 reverse osmosis system yet. Not yet. Okay. Uh, I will say this is just like an aside, but something, something like this, like the fact that, that we might need to buy a $500 reverse osmosis system to make our drinking water safe for us is just um, disgusting in terms of like, there are many people who couldn't afford that. We could afford that pretty easily. And so mm -hmm. anyway, that just speaks to like an environmental social justice thing that I've been thinking a lot more about recently and mm. gets me a bit angry just thinking about it. But you know, we are in a position where we're able to even consider that. Yeah, and yeah. 
you know, a lot of most people probably aren't. So just also, also something to just keep in mind. Yeah. Good point. Just an awareness. Okay. Let's keep going here. Okay. So $200 decision, potentially $500 decision. These things <laughs> Chris are floating is like in the reaching air. out to the ether, <laughs> showing me these dollar amounts that are floating yeah. around. The increasingly expensive ether yes. around us. We talked a little bit about the various cracks that are what forming. What are you looking at? I'm like, looking literally yeah. now at the cracks okay. in our damn home. <laughs> <laughs> you keep on looking over my shoulder now like, what's over there? What's over there? <laughs> you know, what's funny is actually I'll, I had to give a really high stress, very mm-hmm. serious presentation today yes. in front of high powered people. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was practicing all day and I was practicing in this little office with my little computer set up and then delivering the pitch to the audience, which was just my four walls around me. Right. So I was literally looking around at all the walls as I was <laughs> pitching it so that I wouldn't, you know, teach myself to stare at the screen. So I'm, I got gotcha. you. You're over. in that mode. Yeah. Okay. So the various cracks in our house, we had this yes. checked out. Um, so far things are safe, but there is a suggestion that we ought to get gutters on our house to divert the water away from the foundation. So mm-hmm. it doesn't cause more serious cracks in the near or long-term future. Right. We got three estimates. People came out and told us, sure, we can install gutters. 12 to $1,300 is basically the estimate mm-hmm. for that. Um, that's a big, that's a big number, Yeah, but if it's protecting our foundation and it, we were told by a structural engineer that that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's a, a cheap fix compared to other fixes for foundations. And okay, let's consider it. Yeah. Um, but I was also to- told by Home Depot that we don't have a splash guard for our roof. Um, and they wouldn't even consider installing it because installing gutters and the water coming out could rot the wood to which the gutters are affixed. Mm-hmm. So the one company that said, yeah, we can install those splash guards and we can install the gutters said 1500 bucks. Mm-hmm. And were there other companies that said they would install the gutters with no splash guard? Yes. And when I asked the one company that came out after Home Depot and I asked about that, they said, yeah, um, we don't think it's a big deal. We installed gutters on a number of homes a decade ago and we haven't heard of any problems, you know, mm-hmm. so Cause, I, I mean, we don't that. get rain that much. So like how much water is really splashing onto the wood of our house? Do you know what I mean? I yeah. mean, is it really any more that's, than is already splashing onto the wood of our house i don't know i you don't know? know i don't know what the splash effect like how serious like the this more is. i think about that it just seems like is that really a problem <laughs> there's so little water yeah so i mean i guess we're, we're regardless i guess we're talking about a decision of 12 to 1500 dollars. Mm-hmm. so even if we don't go with the like splash guard stuff whatever um drip guard whatever it's called and we just get gutters installed mm-hmm. 1200 dollars Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, unfortunately, I feel like that's something we got to do. Mm-hmm. I mean, we see the visible cracks in our floor, in our walls, and I don't want it to get any worse. That's so I true. feel like that's something that needs to happen soon. I would maybe say, maybe I want to get one more quote, mm-hmm. just, just maybe one more to round it out. Okay. Um, I I know that I saw recently on our next door group, um, someone asking about roofers. So maybe hmm. we look for one, look at one of those recommendations and just get one more person out here okay. and then we make a decision and maybe, and maybe kind of we've gotten a few different answers about the splash guard. Maybe we'll see what this person says and I yeah. don't know, or maybe have you done any online research on these splash guards? I've not. Okay. Maybe we should ask the internet about that as well All right, and see if that's well, really a significant thing. 
we'll consult the internet, but it sounds like this one's probably a go. Yeah. I'm, I'm just, I mean, our floors are significantly like the grout is just coming up in chunks. It literally, I mean, literally is coming up in massive so, chunks. There I mean, are now would, holes in would you consider floor. not doing this? No. I mean, I think you just, it's like just begrudgingly. You don't want to have to. It's, I mean, it is the equivalent of our, of our whole mortgage payment that we're saving this next month. So it just, it kills me that this was just like a gift from the financial gods <sighs> that we now have to give back. Literally throw in the gutter. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> I mean, literally throw in the gutter. <sighs> but it'd okay. be worse if we were paying for our mortgage that month and had to, you know. That's true. So. That's true. Might as well do it while we have a little bit of extra money if you can try to see it in that way. All right. All right. So the tally so far is Harry Potter, likely. Mm-hmm. Reverse osmosis, not quite sure. Mm, we'll see. I don't know. And gutters, yeah. definitely. Yeah. It's adding up. Okay. It is. Let's move on. Okay. <laughs> um, one of the other things, this is not an immediate, these are all immediate fixes, concerns, things like that, but uh, we've also been thinking about Dash's room. Mm-hmm. So I had the brilliant idea to upgrade Dash's room by creating a little clubhouse in his closet, which quickly became an alternative place for him to go to sleep, which totally (laughs) further disrupted his sleep patterns, um, furthering our need, I think, to really outfit his room in a way Mm -hmm. (laughs) um, that gives him points of interest and things to do that aren't sleeping in the closet. (laughs) I think, okay, so what we're talking about is updating Dashiell's room. I feel like you you have this approach where you think, like, somehow we could put the right stuff in his room that's going to want to make him stay in his room, yeah. like, until 6.30 a.m. And it's just not going to happen. It's always going to be more interesting to come out into the house and see what's going on. Well, I mean, it'll be nice for, like, his room environment, but just, I think you're going into it with the wrong mentality. I don't know. I mean, his room, okay, literally, everyone, his room is a pallet bed and, like, a little flag thing on the wall that says his, his name. And that is seriously it. There's like a pile of crap in the corner, and the, oh, like <laughs> you, make, you make it sound so terrible. I his room is simple and straightforward, but mm-hmm. it has everything that he needs. He has and, all his toys and everything out here. And yeah, but what what I was trying to say though is like, so there's nothing for him. Literally, there's nothing for him in his room. So like, there's not even there's a, books. There's tons of books. I know, but you, you know, can look at a book. Yeah, if he wakes up too early. But I mean, if there was like a more of an activity center, like a desk where he could get up and go sit and draw and read books or do other things, play with toys, whatever. None of that's really there. For, I'm just wondering too, if there might be, if we outfitted his room so it actually felt fully like a normal bedroom, if he might have pride in the room and want to be in the room more. Like right now, it literally is just a place to sleep. That's mm-hmm. literally it. And there's mm-hmm. nothing really else for him. So I'm wondering mm-hmm. if it's more than that, if there might be more opportunities for him to stay in there. I mean, having said all this, he's actually has been staying in his room to like 5.30, 5.45, which is amazing, mm-hmm. like past week. So, but still. Yeah. So are you telling me, because you were thinking you wanted to outfit his room as well, and we were kind of talking about doing that. Do you not want to do that anymore? Yeah, no, I I definitely do. I just, I I think that, I, I don't know. I, I just, I think it'll just always be more interesting to come out into the house. Mm-hmm. But yeah, or, or, you know, maybe he'll have something that he gets into then but 
it also might be the case that then he doesn't want to go to sleep because he wants to play with those. If they're so interesting, he's going to want to stay in his room until <laughs> 6 30 AM. He's also not going to want to get in his bed. So I'm just, just, there's two sides to that, but mm-hmm. yes, like, and I have been wanting to update his room. Actually, I mean, I think since like April, mm-hmm. since his birthday. And it's mm-hmm. just one of those things that, um, you know, sometimes feels hard to prioritize spending some money on because it functions just fine. Mm -hmm. Um, but yeah, I would love, I would love to put it together and I feel like we should be able to do it, um, really affordably. Mm -hmm. I don't think that it needs that much. Okay. So let's get into specifics. What do you think? What, what do you mean by affordably? What do you think that means dollar wise? Um, gosh, I feel like, I really feel like we should be able to do a lot with just even like a couple hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think um, like a new bedspread because right now he's just been sleeping with a sheet since it's been summertime. So like a uh, like a bedspread just to kind of make that look more put together. I really want to get some art, which I already have some prints. So just some frames and mm-hmm. then um, maybe some of those command strips to hang it on the wall. Um, maybe... Like maybe a rug or I wanted to get some like big pillows to put in the corner for like a little reading corner. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I've been hoping, I mean, all that I think does sound like less than 200 bucks for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, but I've been wanting to get him some kind of desk, like mm-hmm. some kind of creative space that mm-hmm. is not <laughs> his closet mm-hmm. where he can sit and draw and do other things and, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, but that's appropriately sized for him. Yeah. So I was hoping we could build something. Okay. Maybe we can find a cool DIY. Yeah, I'm sure. I mean, the Ikea, like, I mean, just a a table would be a very simple design. You Mm -hmm. built his bed with your mom. So I'm sure you could. And the bed was like 80 bucks total. Mm -hmm. So that wasn't bad. Yeah. We just have to find a little chair. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, let's begin to put together a budget. Let's assume $200 for that. Okay. Uh, can you be assigned to find the plans for the little table? Yes. And they'll be simple and straightforward? Yes. Okay. <laughs> She's saying this because I found some plans that I thought would be awesome, but everyone and they would warned have been. me. Yeah. Although everyone warned me they, they were like a wrestling match waiting to happen because there, it was multi-level and you could <laughs> climb up to the second level. And so my sister was like, yeah, your kid's going to jump off of that and <laughs> body slam his other, his, his brother. <laughs> So, okay. So maybe $200 allocated to that. So now yeah, we're climbing close to $2,000 of expenditures. Yep. So, all right. To our, all of our money. I think those were the, the major things that we were okay. currently thinking about in terms of immediate expenditures. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's, it's a lot. Um, some of them have really good justifications. Some of them obviously are, you know, kind of indulgent. Mm-hmm. We don't have to do a date night out. Mm-hmm. Um, such an expensive one. That date night is the equivalent of Dash's updated room. Yes. Actually. Yes. I think on that, it's just going gonna, gonna to depend on if a babysitter comes through, then we'll do it. If not, it'll, you know, be like, all right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and all of this is stuff, some of it necessary, possibly necessary, some of it indulgent, but it's all made possible because we have this extra cash around. If we didn't have the extra cash, right, we wouldn't necessarily have the room to do these things. Yeah. Okay. All right. 
I'd love to hear listener feedback on these various decisions and what other people would do if they were faced with the same kinds of things or if they are faced with similar types of fixes and needs in their house. I'd love to hear what Are you think. also considering an RO system, a date <laughs> night to go see Harry Potter and the symphony, a gutter system and updating your toddler's room? We'd love to hear from you. <laughs> okay. Well, I think, I think that covers all the major expenditures that we're having to consider right mm-hmm. now, which is a lot. Um, maybe we'll actually, maybe in a, a future episode in our money, we'll actually cover updates to the budget yeah. and see if and how those can, can work out. Yeah, definitely. Okay. Okay, cool. So yeah, if, um, if anybody has any advice for us and how to blow our money, <laughs> let us know. Um, but I think that covers it for tonight's live or live for us anyway. Financial planning. It's always live for us. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of an existentially weird point to make. <laughs> yeah, thanks. Thanks so much for for tuning in. Um, you can send us comments, suggestions at heymatrimony at gmail.com and check out show notes for all of our shows at loveandmatrimony.com. Try not to spend your extra cash as rapidly as us. <laughs> We're reminding you to love your honey, not your money. with your eyes. <laughs> it's like a face that Cedric makes. <laughs> okay. No, that's not helpful. Speaking your regular podcasting voice. Test, test, test.